On this Money Wednesday, let's talk about the Finance Minister Inoko Dongwana's midterm budget speech, which uh, he'll be dropping today. Um, so much that we will hear about in terms of government's policy goals and what the government will prioritize. I mean, on the back of what is um, really interesting times economically, the economic downturn that's seen prices just skyrocket in many instances, uh, even in other parts of the world. And, uh, of course, um, even just uh, having to look at public spending or the cut thereof. In the mix of all of that, there's SARS also collecting a little bit more revenue than expected. So with all of this um, and more to be considered, how are we looking as far as uh, the speech is concerned, the midterm budget speech? Let's get a sense from Azayam Tlanga, who's an economic expert. Good morning and thank you for your time. Azayam, good morning. I'm here. Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Right. Um, I mean, let's get into it. If you were with the minister now, early in the morning, getting the suit ready, what sort of points would you give him? <laughs> Look, I think first it is to recognize that it saves two points. The first one is to make any adjustment given the changes in economic positions uh, from the February budget. So we've had the public sector wage, uh, you know, a strike that is likely to take place because unions want more than what government can give. That needs to be adjusted for India because it was not budgeted for. Mm. And then we also, uh, you know, have to consider what it should do over the medium term. It says the medium term budget policy statement. The most important there is a policy statement. It's not a budget. It is a policy statement that uh, outlines government's intentions on economic policies that will steer the country economically over the next three years. So in there, we need to hear what uh, government is going to do as far as ESCOM state is concerned. Mm. Expectations are some transfer or part of ESCOM state to the state's balance sheet mm. to ease ESCOM's financial position so that it can go to the market and borrow on its own balance sheet and continue with its maintenance of its power stations. $200 billion is the number that is being spoken about mm. that ESCOM themselves say they need uh, you know, to, to be reduced from its balance sheet. And then the third one is the details in terms of quantum structure of the climate financing package, whether part of it is aid or part of it goes to the state's balance sheet because that, mm. that will ultimately impact on the debt trajectories. Mm. And perhaps lastly, whether the the COVID relief grant is going to be extended by another year mm. or it's going to be changed into a universal basic income grant. Mm. I think given the changes globally, sure. where about 35% of the global economy is in recession or will be in recession in 2023, mm. it means we should not bank on the extra tax revenues that are going to be announced today because the global economy might as well be in recession next year and we are not going to, to be able to generate as much taxes that we are going to generate. We expect about 70 to 90. Zai Kutso Yan, you know, talking about the, 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 the situation that you've just mentioned now, let's head on over to the revenue overrun and this sounding good and, and looking like good news, right? But is it really good news? It is good news in the sense that when the February budget was, was tabled, mm. Treasury was expecting to, to generate particular amount of tax revenues, and therefore it also committed to, a, to certain spending 
uh, on the basis of that tax revenues. Now you have 70 to 90 billion rand extra. What do you do with it? Mm. So first, adjust for the public sector wage agreement, Mm -hmm. essentially cover that using the extra tax revenues. Mm. Secondly, extend the COVID relief grant for one more year Mm. using that extra tax revenues, but Mm. don't budget for the COVID relief grant beyond that one year to signal to say this is not a permanent spending. Sure. Temporary mm. future spending is going to be done if we do generate enough tax revenues, mm. and then uh, you know leave some money in a contingency reserve because next year is likely to be a difficult year mm. uh, than what we have now. So that we yeah. might have some shocks. You must have something in the kitty that you can go and and, and take and use to cover some unexpected spending. Sure. All right, interesting insight, uh, Azaya, and let's see ultimately what happens later today when uh, that uh, um, moment arrives for uh, the finance minister to deliver the medium-term budget policy statement, and we'll see how that looks like. Azaya Mthanga, economic expert, just giving us a sense of what's possibly to come in that statement.